0: This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org.
1: You know,
0: burn, burn. what is going on the sports fam it's your favorite history teacher mr parker ain't here with our intern chris for the weekly midterm of FN sports chris how you doing
1: Parker, I've been feeling a little sick the past couple days, but with the news today of the MLB lockout now canceling games, I'm more frustrated and mad than I am (laughs) sick right now. I could care less about my illness. I want (laughs) baseball to start, but it's not going to on time now, officially.
0: And is that, I mean, obviously you're a big Red Sox fan. Is that because you're like, have high hopes for Red Sox this year? Is it just more general frustrations like uh, no more baseball?
1: It's be, mainly because, like, baseball is probably the first sport that I fell in love with and still one of my favorite sports to this day. So to actually see this play out in real time, like, I I don't really remember much of the NBA lockout in, what was it, 2011, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't really rem- – granted, I was, like, 13 around then, but I, that, I wasn't really paying att- much attention to the NBA then, so I didn't really, like, notice that was going on. But now to see it in a sport that, like – I put a bunch of attention and care into and see this happening in real time. It's, it's frustrating for sure.
0: Well, aside from the fact that you just made me feel really old. Cause I was in college <laughs> when the 2011 lockout happened. NBA, I will say that that lockout was interesting because it was like the start of social media. So you saw like Durant posting videos of pickup games at like Rucker park and stuff. And then you also saw like, Instagram posts of dudes on vacation. Like they were both in the, <laughs> the spectrum when they got started late that year. The big not to sit too much on cuz you need to talk about some picks and stuff like that. I thought it was interesting the kinds of things they were disagreeing on. A, a tweet I fired off cuz I thought it was just ridiculous is like there's like a $50,000 gap between what the two sides want the minimum salary to be and $50,000 is a lot of money to you or me. But I feel like in the in that world, fifty grand is not that much money, yeah. right?
1: It's nothing to the owners, but they don't want to cough it up for the players. It, it's irritating,
0: just crazy. And again, like I get how fifty grand is a lot to myself. I'm a teacher, and to most people, but like these are literal billionaires. I, I just didn't, I didn't, couldn't believe that that was a sticking point. Other CBA news today, I. I fired off a tweet or two about it because we're recording on a Tuesday. I There was a WNBA story that came out today. Did you see the story?
1: Yeah, about the Liberty.
0: Yeah, the Liberty got a $500,000 fine and almost got hit worse because they were using the owner decided to pay for charter flights for everyone. And that was like some like improper benefit, like almost college sports sounding thing. And I was oh, like, just that's just craziness right like can you imagine if someone told mark cuban he couldn't treat the mavs as well as somebody like
1: it just sounds, and it's in the biggest market arguably in the country like that's crazy
0: it's one of the few of the original teams from when the wma started a little over 25 years ago it it, like it's just a lot of chaos i also
1: saw they might get like the team taken away or something or like
0: I guess that was on the table. I don't know how close that really was. I, in the Sports Illustrated article, it's a really well-written article because it outlines a lot of details, both about ownership and the CBA. But I guess that really was on the table. I, I guess it's just interesting because like, clearly some owners think that this WNBA is worth investing in and like they're willing to put their money in the WNBA. Whoa, 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 Whoa. And like, that was just, that was just weird to me. This isn't an episode where we typically give out gold stars and detentions, but I think that would be one for sure. (laughs) So we're looking at my bookie and we're coming up on like the thick of March madness. It's, it's the early part of March. And so as we're getting ready for March madness with my bookie, We're looking across the site to kind of, frankly, build some revenue before we dive into March Madness betting. I think there's some weird, funky stuff to put your money on on March uh, on uh, MyBookie.com. So, Chris, as we scroll through the site, like, what did you see as something interesting to put your money on?
1: I found it hilarious that there's actually a section on MyBookie for U.S. politics, but I. I would never actually put my money on that whatsoever. One thing I am interested in, though, is this Saturday, the fight between uh, Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. I'm not the biggest UFC fighter, but this is certainly a fight that I'm going to look forward to. And I'm probably leaning towards Colby Covington at minus 310 compared to Masvidal at a plus 250.
0: Well, and frankly, it's a fun fight to watch because it's two guys I kind of like to watch get hit in the face. I, I, mm. I think that it's interesting. You brought the, the we'll talk, we can talk more about the fight in a second. The politics section, to kind of make a sports tie here, you can get, your odds are at plus 50,000 for Tommy Tuberville to be the Republican candidate in 2024. So just, you know, keep your eye on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe he can do great in, in some of the speeches or debates.
0: Yeah, just chaos, craziness, just yeah, lots of lots of weird stuff happening on there. I I think it's interesting and people listening to this after the State of the Union, it would you ever bet on something on the State of the Union like there's a lot of weirdness in betting on the State of the Union.
1: Oh, no, I don't even remember the last time I've ever watched a State of the Union address. So I don't think I would ever put money on it. But hey, if that's if that's your thing, if you like politics and you like gambling, hey, go throw some money on it. I'm not, I'm not gonna hate you for it or judge you.
0: Oh, the mark of a true college kid. I tell you what, Chris, if I'm ever betting on how many times the president says the word gas or gasoline in the State of the Union you need to cut the credit card up like we're done <laughs> like that's that's too much that's too much other thing here it, it, that you can also bet on things like the academy awards oscars and the grammys you mentioned you know you watched some of these movies this year you liked don't look up don't look up is at plus 330 or uh, 3300 to win best picture it was funny do you think it's got a shot to win best picture is it is it just that long of odds
1: I think if people under like truly understand like the satire and the shots it was taking at American society that it should it should have a chance to win the award but also because of that it probably won't because some people will be turned off by that and hate it but I thought it was a phenomenal movie so I think it should have a, a good shot of at least winning although what do you say the odds were 3300
0: 3, 3300 yeah uh, three yeah so like that's that's bucks. Not
1: looking great
0: hundred bucks get you a lot of money i, I will say i don't think the movie had like layers to satire like there was the obvious bit and then there was a, a second and there were some jokes that dove it onto a third this is off script a little bit but have you seen the tv show or i say tv show but it's more like a streamable show righteous gemstones
1: no i have not
0: so it, it's a very similar satirical piece with danny mcbride and some of the fun guys there but it's the same kind of thing they look at like like this very like church atmosphere that's very corrupt and the same kind of like satirical look i will say in a sports tie king richard is at plus 2800 for best actor will smith's at minus 500 so clearly people really value will smith even if they don't necessarily have that movie did you watch king richard at all
1: no i'm not truthfully i'm not the biggest movie person Usually just sports is all that I watch and occasionally some shows here and there, but I'm trying to dive more into movies now that it's just college basketball in NBA and NHL at the moment. So I have a bunch of free time now, so I need to start watching some more stuff.
0: Well, and and I will say that I just I thought that back and forth this comparison there. That last thing is as a teacher, I do feel like my students would point out that Encanto at minus 450 is still something you probably got to put some money on, even if it's such a big favorite, it would be hard to win anything relevant. Any other before we dive into the crux of the show here, any other interesting or oddball funky picks that you see on my bookie?
1: Yeah, not sure why my bookie has any odds up for baseball right now, because it's not. They always said first two series of the season are canceled. Probably going to be even longer. So they should just scrap all the MLB odds right now and just get them the hell out of there and then fix, put the new odds up whenever the baseball season actually starts. I don't don't see how you can put money on baseball when you don't even know when the first game is going to be.
0: And I know this mostly as an Astros fan paying attention to free agency, they can't officially, I say officially in like air quotes, I guess, because they could be, sneakily talking but they can't officially start free agency even yet right like mm-hmm. there, there's no I mean Correa has been rumored a couple of places obviously Houston's fairly interested in bringing him back but it it feels like Correa's wherever Correa's is playing if it's in the AL or the AL East or AL what like that's going to shape the that that pennant a lot whereas like right now the Astros are the second favorite on their on their odds chart at plus 810 that feels like it's just because they've had a good half decade. Like, I don't know, why Why else would we be in second right now?
1: <laughs> and also, I know I said not to put money on it right now, but don't really understand how the Red Sox are home. Let me count it real quick, two, four, six, eight, <laughs> ten. They're the 11th best odds to win the World Series. Um, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, but they were one of the final two teams, or final four teams in baseball this past year. Sorry about that. But how are they one of the top their their eleventh best odds when they just made the ALCS. One they should have never came close to it last year. They wildly exceeded and yet somehow they're still eleventh. Feel like they should be a little higher
0: at plus sixteen hundred too. So a hundred bucks gets the City of Boston sixteen hundred bucks. That's pretty pretty Ooh. good odds. Pretty good odds. Don't spend <laughs> don't spend all those tips in one place. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I will say is that I think that it's just interesting to look at. Like if you put hundred bucks on the Red Sox today. They are one of the leading candidates to get Correa. So like you mentioned, they were the ALCS team a year ago. They could bring in a big talent like that in the free agent. And all of a sudden, shortened season, the Red Sox are really good. Like that seems like easy money almost. Should oh, mention yeah. the Dodgers are favorites at plus 550. Of course. Because they're the Dodgers, right? <laughs> That's just the way that goes. Speaking of player movement, since we last looked at odds to the NBA title, we've had a fairly large trade deadline. And so championships continue around the corner with my bookie head to my bookie today when this march place your bets whoever you think will take home the crown be sure to use code fn sports w deposit up to a thousand us dollars my bookie's favorite is phoenix and they're a great pick currently Be sure to put whatever kind of cash you have down on them my bookie takes all types of well-known cryptocurrencies like bitcoin and ethereum so put down some money on the suns phoenix are the favorites at plus 390 w deposit using code fn sports on my bookie today but anything anytime anywhere with my bookie so chris I said the Phoenix Suns are the favorite plus 390 and you very quickly are like that seems confusing to me. What's got you shaken up there?
1: I I, Because I knew that Chris Paul was out for the rest of the regular season. I didn't realize that he's probably going to come back for the playoffs so that makes sense that they're still up there in the favorites but I feel like that should at least maybe knock them down a little bit because you never know how he's going to come back from his injury he might not be the same he was pre-injury so i just thought that was a little bit confusing i still think the warriors though same odds plus 390 i think the warriors might just run through everyone in the west and make it to another finals and start another dynasty again i i feel like it's inevitable
0: (laughs) it's inevitable and they're gonna pass the torch from Curry, and then in his old age, he'll just be a spot-up shooter, and it'll be Kaminga, and it'll be like, oh, we keep going. I I do think it's interesting. First of all, i got to ask, as an Eastern Conference guy yourself, two cities very close to Boston, but Boston does not like either one of them very much in New York and Philadelphia. Big moves being made between the Nets and the Sixers. You had Ben Simmons go from the Sixers, Ben Simmons and Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond, I guess, all from the Sixers going to the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets... Send back James Harden. That's swapping two All Stars. One of them was a former MVP. That's a fairly big trade. Before I start breaking down the odds here, who did you feel like as a fan won that trade, or did you were you paying as a Celtics guy? Were you scared of either team more, but them more after the trade than you were before? Oh, the
1: Sixers definitely won that trade by a mile. It's not even close. I mean, they basically traded James Harden for Seth Curry and couple others because Ben Simmons hasn't touched the floor all year long and they're still unsure when he's going to come back but I think the Sixers won that trade by a long shot obviously there's still uncertainty with Kyrie and his situation although New York City seems to be lifting their vaccine mandate although he still might not be able to play don't really know about that but yeah Sixers in my eyes definitely won the trade at least now they finally have someone that can Obviously, Ben Simmons was still a phenomenal passer, but James Harden is also a great passer, and he can do much more on the offensive end than Simmons can, and that's going to take a lot of stress off of Embiid. So I, it, no doubt in my mind that the Sixers won the trade, and they're probably going to be one of the top teams in the East, like one or two, and probably be in the conference finals when it comes I, to playoffs.
0: I think my, my read on it, too, is I feel like the Sixers won the trade in the sense that, like, I feel like Philadelphia got better and like raised their ceiling. I still feel like Brooklyn's ceiling is like as far as Durant is healthy enough to take them, right? Like that uh-huh. that still feels like the inhibiting factor there. I don't know, like if Durant can't play, Kyrie can play half the games, and it's Ben Simmons. I don't I don't know if I trust them anymore than I did before. What I will say is, we both think Philadelphia won the trade after the trade deadline. The odds my bookie has got Brooklyn at plus five thirty. And Philly at plus 620 and I don't do you understand that why is that why are the odds better for Brooklyn right now is there something I'm missing there
1: the only thing that makes sense to me is that if all the stars on both teams are healthy Brooklyn obviously has the best player in Kevin Durant but I mean you could probably argue that out of Durant, Kyrie, Simmons, Embiid, and Harden that you could argue that Harden and Embiid are two and three on that list out of those five so maybe it's just because when healthy Katie is the best player out of them so that's why the Nets have the higher odds but yeah you're right it's still pretty confusing as to how the Nets have better odds than the Sixers to me
0: yeah and I I guess you're right about if Durant is healthy he's the best of the five I, I just see like you're saying they have two and three and I don't know that Durant is healthy, <laughs> so I, yeah. I I guess that that's my my question mark there. You're, let's can we talk about your Celtics for a minute before we wrap this up? Celtics had like a great January February, and then like the last week of February was rough.
1: Yeah, they just some back to back losses.
0: <laughs> they're sitting at plus eighteen hundred. Do you see? A, is that like a peaking too early moment? Are you worried at all? Or is plus eighteen hundred kind of a good spot to go throw a hundred bucks down and win a couple of grand?
1: I think it's a pretty reasonable spot. I'm not panicking yet. If the first couple months of the season were happening right now, like towards the later end of the season, then I'd really be nervous. But I think they'll be able to start to figure it out come down, come, coming down to the last few games of the season. I do remember last time I was on here, I, we, and when we were doing an episode like this, I mentioned how the Celtics were the hottest team in basketball because they had just won nine games in a row. They proceeded to lose that night after we recorded. So <laughs> clearly I have no idea what I'm talking about ever. So, well,
0: Even nine out of 10 is not bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's interesting. My my sneak pick last time before the trade deadline, I said I would have said Cleveland. Cleveland slid a little bit in the standings. And I will say, I kind of hope they made some like push for getting them over the hump pick or some sort of a pushing them over the hump trade at the deadline. And they kind of did that with swapping out Rubio and bringing back Karis Levert. They kind of do that in swapping Ricky Rubio for Karis Levert. I-, I will say that like while that adds something to them, they don't look to be as like dynamic as they were before. Or like they, they seem to be running out of steam a little bit. I think the sneak pick here, and I'll just go ahead and say it and, and cut to the chase, is going to be LA Clippers. Uh, the Clippers will be adding Paul George back soon, and potentially Kawhi Leonard. It doesn't look like Kawhi, but like theoretically, if like they got to April and Kawhi was like, "I think I'm okay," all of a sudden that team's really good again. And that oh, yeah. plus seven thousand, if you're a gambler and got the scratch, it's not like there are crazier things to put money on because they're playing really sold- well without them, frankly.
1: I still wouldn't count out the Memphis Grizzlies right now. They're still playing pretty good, especially after John Morant what was it last night—the deep three, the crazy buzzer beater, the posterizing dunk. Like this kid just has everything apparently, in. so I think he might be able to carry them at least, at least to the conference finals, maybe to the finals. But I mean, what was the odds again? Plus twenty three hundred. Yeah, that's not that's not bad odds. I think he might have a chance to pull it out somehow.
0: Well, and it's interesting because at plus 2300, it's like you're saying, like, it is a long shot. And I feel like they're not that big a long shot. They just have to probably beat the Warriors and the Suns, right? Like, like mm-hmm. that's tough. Winning eight games out of those 14 games would be tough. But I, John Morant's having that kind of year. Chris, tell people where can they find you to lament more about baseball being delayed or to bet on things like, mma this weekend or just to lament about the state of the union that you're not watching
1: (laughs) so yeah if you want to see me depressingly tweet about baseball being locked out for the foreseeable future you can follow that at chris underscore slew seven i will be doing a bunch of that now i'm probably going to be watching a bunch of college baseball now since that's the only kind of baseball i can watch (laughs) so but yeah at chris underscore slew seven i'm going to be doing having a lot of depressing tweets with baseball being locked out soon because that's my favorite sport and now the fact that it's gone it sucks but i mean march madness the greatest month of sport of the sports year is around the corner so at least that's something to cheer me up
0: (laughs) and next week i think we'll have a lot more to talk about march madness as we're diving deeper into the conference tournaments this time a week from now uh, you can find me where I'm lamenting the Astros, but not a lot of, of the baseball things, but I'm talking a lot about other, I, I'm always anti-billionaire. So I'm happy to talk about the lockout with you. If you want, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Painsworth 512. It's at P-A-I-N-S-W-R-T-H 512 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this show is on Twitter and Instagram. On Instagram, we're at F underscore N underscore sports. It's F underscore N underscore sports. And on Twitter, we're at F in sports spr ts number two, all one word. Here's one of those. You can use the link tree in the bio to get to all of our sponsors. My bookie, obviously, you can use code FN Sports. Beard pause up to a thousand dollars. Beard struggle, which and what you can go to use FN Sports fifteen and use get fifteen percent off of your beard needs and supplies. Obviously, you can use our link there to go to Yeti and help out the show, support the show using just using the link there to get to all the cups, coolers, and koozies. And as always, that link tree will also take you to our merch store. This March for Women's History Month, we have a Orange with white writing silhouette of the FN Sports hoodie and T-shirt. Make sure you grab one of those for helping support Planned Parenthood of Greater Texas because Texas needs it these days. And with that, make sure you like, subscribe, download, rate, review, do all the wonderful things to help the podcast. Let's do it on a couple different platforms and whatever you do when it comes to sports, don't flunk with us. Later, guys.